Drop the Subject. Okay, let's get things started here. Brand new show for you. Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill, who's back in the studio with me. Thank you for returning after all these weeks. And I, uh, I hate to start things out on a sad note, but I feel like this is important to share with, uh, especially with some of the people who have followed us since Kevin and I were up in San Francisco. I got a text message yesterday from somebody that I used to work with on the morning show up in Northern California, and uh, they shared some pretty bummer news. And if any of you followed Kevin and I when we were up in San Francisco, you probably heard us talk about Miguel, the janitor. He was the sweetest guy that you've ever met. Barely spoke a word of English, but he was the nicest guy. I saw him in the hallways every day, and he greeted us with a big smile on his face. And I even found myself trying to learn new Spanish words because I, I got to talk to this guy more. He's so, I was, you know, trying to reciprocate the friendship with him. He was just such a sweet guy. Um, and, you know, we would try to get him in for segments and stuff like that. Um, anyway, we found out yesterday that he was shot and killed in the Richmond district uh, and he got hit by a stray bullet. And he was just going outside of his house to get the mail. Oh, man. And because there's been a big uptick in violence and crime and, and criminal activity in Richmond recently. Yeah. I mean, it's always been kind of a bad area, but apparently in the last few weeks, it's been really bad. And he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And uh, so we got a text message from one of the people that worked in the sales department there just saying, hey, you know, I wanted to share with you that this happened. His daughters have been by the station today just to talk to everybody. And which is really I can't imagine how difficult that would be to find out that, that out about your dad and then go the next day, go into the, st- the studio and to talk to the people. But he, uh, he loved working there and he really loved the people that he worked with. And they wanted to just share how much his being there meant to their dad. And so I I feel like it's important to talk about him because he was somebody that was very unassuming. A lot of people didn't know him super well, but his life mattered and was gone senselessly for no reason because of something that is an ongoing problem in this country. And it's a real bummer. And there is a GoFundMe for his funeral services that I want to put up on our socials at DTS show on, uh, we'll put it up on our Twitter, but I would really love if anybody can just give it a share, even just donate another five, 10 bucks to this guy's family. He uh, was a, a very loving man. He was only 56 years old. And uh, now I'll get to the more awkward part of this. Uh Oh, (laughs) so we always wanted Miguel in in the studio with us doing segments mm-hmm. because we were like, come on, come on, we want you to be a part of this. And he'd be like, no, 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 no. And he would like just want to go do his job. And But he, he would always laugh like he right. thought it was funny. And we had him as a part of a video that we did. And the girls, the, his daughters who stopped by yesterday, asked the the saleswoman, you know, do, do you have access to these videos? Because he really loved being a part of that video. And so they want to, they, but they've never seen it before mm. and they really wanted to see it. The video is not. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you guys have him doing? Okay. So we set up a video. It was, it was around the time where you remember all those videos that were coming out where it was like, uh, I don't you like know, where this is going. No, no, no. It was like, <laughs> You're like, I'm in this one mentality and you're making me shift gears. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about where no. this, okay. this is going to go. 
Do you remember it was there was a series of YouTube videos where it was like grandma's smoking pot for the first time mm. or like you know gay guys touch boobs for the first, first time or it was all these like video. first yeah it was yeah. like a BuzzFeed series. So we were joking about how these videos were out all the time and how we should make our own, right? So we made sort of a parody fake video oh, called lesbian touches coworkers penises for the first time. Yikes. So I, and it was all like, you know, like I touched like Kevin's and like all the people in the morning show. And then we got like people in the building and we basically, everyone had, was, had their clothes on. We just put like a, a you know, those black bleep bars yeah, over like to make the, it look like you were doing to make it look right. like I was doing something. Yeah. And so he was a part of that video. Oh. And so they were like, we really want you to send the video. And I'm like, I don't know if he, like... That's not something for a memorial. Right. But I don't know if it would be put in that scenario. I think they just wanted to see it because they were like, oh, you know, he like joked about how fun that was. But I don't even know if they... Yeah, if he told them what it was about or anything like that. Have a blast with that one. So, what's that? Mm, That was the only one that he was in that I can recall. And actually, it was our most viewed video of course it was of course it was (laughs) was like seventy thousand views or something on our page but i i was telling mary the sales lady i was like i don't know i was like here's the link i'm just gonna give this to you but i don't know if you really want to show this to the like i feel really bad but i know that they just wanted to see it because he was excited about it but she was like oh you know i'll pass it along to them and give them a kind of premise and let them know what the content is and and let them know that you were he was just a fun it was he was just happy to be a part of the tomfoolery and the shenanigans or whatever yeah so i don't know what is gonna happen i was like oh of course i want to share this with him but then i was like this is really uncomfortable this is really not what you're thinking it's gonna be yeah exactly so heartwarming story of working here and like you know yeah exactly so but uh anyway i feel very awkward about that situation but i do feel very honored to have had him be a part of some of the ridiculous things that we were doing on the air and regardless (laughs) of the content i am very glad to have met him and have known him and he will definitely be missed among the staff up in san francisco and and of course his family and friends and everyone who knew him he was just one of the sweetest guys and very uh very quiet but very sweet and just you could tell there was not a mean bone in his body so we will put the gofundme page up on on uh, dts shows twitter and um you know just even just to get a little glimpse of who he was that's just something i wanted to share nice well um you know sending best wishes to his family and uh let's hope that you know they get through this together yeah or miguel it's really really tough um okay well transition sorry out of that. That, that was like no, a very a, weird a, start to the show but, but i felt I, yeah important, i felt i wanted people to who've listened to the show for absolutely a long time. well coming up we uh we have a tribute to <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone. It's a, it's a, we're making a hard left turn here yeah, but we are. Uh, coming up next we've got a tribute to a pop star that we all beloved and that may be gone for good sort of <laughs> uh, we'll explain that you're listening to drop the subject on the new channel q on your radio and radio.com drop the subject honey <laughs> oh yeah you are upset with me is that correct i am yeah wow. and this is britney spears related Yes, because we're never going to be able to see Britney Spears again. All because of you. We missed our chance. Okay, well, (laughs) so what you're upset about, Jared, just to catch you up, is that Britney Spears, when she first announced her residency, announced like a big New Year's Eve show. 
Mm-hmm. And tickets were, how much were these tickets, honey? No, I think this is the deal. This was her last show. Honestly, I didn't even know she was coming back to Vegas. It was New Year's Eve. It was the last show. The tickets were going, I think the minimum was like $1,000. <laughs> Okay. The and minimum was the, the minimum was quote like end quote a thousand dollars. Yeah, I think pretty reasonable for a Christmas gift. Oh, for that's a reasonable Christmas gift. Uh huh. Were you guys married at this time, or was she your girlfriend? No, she no. was my girlfriend. Oh yeah, that's a lot for a no, girlfriend I gift. Think, I think I was your fiance, and I oh, can't even I believe guess. I married you for after not getting. <laughs> Okay. The fact, okay, if this was when we were engaged, I probably just spent a pretty penny on your engagement ring. Hello. And didn't have a, a grand to drop on Britney Spears tickets when we've already seen Britney Spears several times in concert. So Kate, I didn't think we'd be missing that's much. That's the point, though. Katie it's Lee. like your parents travel to see um, Grateful Dead or Dead and Company all the time. We go to see Britney Spears. Katie May, um, listen. Yeah. Do you at least understand her perspective on this one? Allison? Yeah. No. <laughs> and she used my full name. I was going to say, you're insulting. in big trouble, Yeah, lady. I am. Yeah. Oh, okay, so <laughs> Sam is Team Katie, and uh, I guess now I'm, I'm, I'm in the doghouse. No, I'm Team Allie. I get it. You just bought an engagement ring. It's $1,000 a ticket for Britney Spears. For Britney Spears in Vegas, which I've already seen. We've already seen yeah. her perform multiple times. I can yeah. see if she's... But- <clears throat> It is the best venue to see her in, which we know because we just saw Gwen Stefani there. Right. There is not a bad seat. It is worth $1,000. But how many times have you guys seen Britney Spears live? Three. You've seen her three times? I think five. Okay, so here's the thing. I live and worship Beyonce. I'm not spending $1,000 to see her do anything. Okay. No shade. So the idea really? of going to see Britney Spears... <laughs> A thousand dollars for a three-hour show or two-hour show? There ain't no way in God's black earth that I would be spending a thousand dollars to go see any concert. Now, that being said, if there were free tickets offered to me by working at a radio station, <laughs> that would be a different situation. I see. Because Britney, like, the thing for me with Britney Spears is like she doesn't even sing. It's just like her and six thousand dancers around her, and it's like, yeah, we know all the songs and all that. But Jared, like, the point is making her less upset. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. It's all about the show anyway. It's not about her singing, and it's about reliving your childhood. Do you not watch a drag queen do it. Yeah. That is a good point, honey. I bet we could find a really great for Britney Spears drag, drag show to see for, like, just basically two a two-item purchase. You could tip all night. Right. You know what I mean? If you save 2000 bucks, I mean, come on. So, honey, I, don't know. I hope you'll forgive me, but um, that that's kind of all I can say. But we have to go now. Okay. Okay. Do you still love me? I'll think about Sometime. it. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. like the name of Britney's song. Sometimes she loves you. Okay. Bye. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. Thank you for checking us out. If you'd like to follow the show, please, please do at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you can follow the station as well at We Are Channel Q on Twitter and Instagram. I think we're on Facebook or something, too. You can find Allie Johnson at Your Allie Johnson. Yeah, I follow back. Yeah, I, and, as we learned yesterday. As we learned yesterday, I have no standards. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're probably a great person, and I should be following you. And then at Jarrett Hill. That's me. That's okay. Who, that's who I am. Great. We've covered a lot already on today's show. Yes. And there is much more to come. There is a lot more to come. And right now, we've got... Um, 
We've got a story that is kind of frustrating, to be honest with you. I really uh, I, I wanted to bring in a friend of mine to kind of help us uh, understand what's happening right now. There's so much conversation about immigration, and Lindsey Graham has this new plan that he's um, unveiling to you know kind of change the way that we deal with detainees that are coming in from other countries. So I called in my friend Tia Oso. Tia, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, Tia. How's it going? Doing well. How you doing? I'm doing well. So can you help us to understand what is Lindsey Graham proposing before we look at how we feel about it? So what uh, Lindsey Graham is proposing is to modify, in particular, the asylum process as well as the statute that doesn't how long a minor can be held in um, custody uh, in immigration detention. And both of those things have to do with really... A, a further violation of the human rights of these individuals is what I say because right now we already have um, immigrant children uh, who come across the border um, and present themselves to our customs and borders officials for asylum. We already have them being held longer than the 20 days which um, has been litigated in the courts by the ACLU. We already have that happening so- and he wants to extend the time to 100 days. So, Tia, we're having a little bit of a hard time hearing you, so it's a little bit muffled, uh, so if you can adjust it a Uh-oh. little bit. But, yeah, we, we're, we know that he wants to adjust it from 20 days to 100 days, which is a, a really significant time. But then they're also trying to, like, expedite sending people back to their countries. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. And can you hear me better now? Much better. Yes, yeah. much better. Ah, yes, great. I was like, maybe it's just that I don't know enough about <laughs> politics, but none of this is making sense to me. I was like, um, none of it's making. Sense. I was like, I don't have any questions really, at all. Honestly, it really doesn't make any sense. Um, and so, yes, he wants to extend the time that you can hold immigrant children. He wants to be able to immediately deport them. Which the problem is that they, what they mean is, if you're captured within the border under a certain number of miles, they want to be able to deport you immediately to the country where you quote unquote entered from, which would be Mexico. It's not really deporting them back to their home country if they're not coming from Mexico. Um, And it's something that they do right now in Nogales and in Yuma where um, with adults, who are captured coming across the border, maybe for the first or the second time, they'll be immediately deported and like, um, they call it fast tracking back into Mexico. But really what will happen is they'll just return back across the border, especially if they're a young, you know, a child under the age of 18, they're not going to then walk themselves back to their home country if they're coming from Central America. So Tia, um, I, I only have a couple of seconds here, but what is the, what are the, um, what are the challenges that are coming up with this? Um, and, uh, and like, what are, what are the opponents of it saying? Really, the opponents of it are saying what we've been saying for a while now in the immigrant rights movement is that this is not a humane way to deal with the crisis at the border, that enforcement and detention and these really brutal um, treatment of people is not going to deter the migration crisis that's happening because the root causes of the migration crisis is violence and instability in the home countries where people are fleeing. So um, I got one more question for you, if you can hold on with me. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We've got more with Tia Oso and News It or Lose It. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill, thank you for hanging with us. We are about to get to News It or Lose It, but we still have our lovely expert on the phone, don't we? Yes. We have to tie this up. Yes, Tia Oso is joining us from Revolve Impact. So... For me, I mean, to understand, thank you for saying that this stuff is naturally confusing, so I don't feel so bad, but Donald Trump also said something about this issue today, right? So how does what he said 
relate to the stuff that Lindsey Graham is is putting to the table? So what President Trump's new proposal is, is really just a doubling down of what his administration has been trying to do, but making it official because they've been violating different agreements around how people who are having claims to asylum, meaning that they're not coming through a petition or other immigration process where they have a relative here who's petitioning for them. These are people who are saying, my life is in danger in my home country, and I'm asking. So basically, they're they're kind of like taking what they've been doing and making that the law as opposed to kind of violating rules and kind of getting away with it is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. So finally, I'm curious how this impacts people that are not Mexican immigrants. Like we always talk about a lot of these things always affecting black and brown people uniquely. But like, do these apply to European immigrants, Canadian immigrants, people that come from other countries as well? Yes. So the new plan that the administration is proposing wants to revise the visa system and implement a point-based system and people who are of a certain age, proficient in speaking English, who have either um, an acceptance to a school or an offer of employment would be weighted higher than people who are coming in in other ways. Right, now, obviously, a- this is going to favor people from certain countries over others. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, um, there's a merit-based system when you go into Canada, for instance, that, that ranks you on different points and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Tia, I really appreciate you talking with us. Um, have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me on. You're this so is- good with these experts. Well, you know, I, I, pr- I just pretend on TV sometimes. Um, this is a, It's a really frustrating situation to always see how the immigration story just continues to grow because, like, immigration is a fake issue in this country. Like, immigration has been declining, especially at the southern border, uh, for decades, right? And so to con- see this administration just continue to, like, rail against these people, like, there's To feel no- like it's an attack on the country and all this crap. Exactly, yeah. right. And it's, it's, it's so clear that this is about race and racism. And uh, so I'm glad we were able to have Tia... Um, switching gears, yeah. it's time for my it's, favorite part yeah. of the show. News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Okay, so I'm going to unleash some headlines that have been circulating the internet world. Okay. And the world at large. And you will decide what we news and what we lose. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Headline number one. Staffer pees in a jar in response to man who hates coconut water. (laughs) How can I say no to that? (laughs) News it. I mean, okay, great, great. Uh, This is actually an interesting story. Because I think coconut water is disgusting. That was what this guy said. He said the coconut water is disgusting and it just kind of unleashed from there. Okay, headline number two, Taco Bell to open a hotel in Palm Springs. What? I saw this at the last minute and I figured... Or is there any word in this headline that Jarrett does not love? I'm just like, everything about this sounds like heaven. <laughs> so lose it. I'm you just recently found <laughs> So lose it. it. No, <laughs> exactly. No, no I, this is a definitely a news it. Because you didn't even know about the joys of Taco Bell cantinas up until a couple of weeks ago. I still so, haven't found one. <laughs> well, I 
think that uh, you have to go, I can't remember where the nearest location is, but there's definitely one in Vegas. I've been to that Do one. they have them around the country or is this like an, an LA thing? They have them around the country. Really? Yeah. Like I didn't know that we didn't have Jack in the Box in other parts of the country until I moved to Atlanta and I was emotionally abused. That by, there was no Jack in the Box? I was emotionally abused by the city of Atlanta by being able to see the Jack in the Box commercials on television, but not be able to go get an ultimate cheeseburger. Well, that's how I feel about Sonic. Oh my gosh, this relates back to yesterday where we were talking about um, boy bands because Jack in the Box had the commercials to all, um, what was it? Cheese meat, cheese, cheese meat, and that's it. Girl, you know it's hot and juicy because Jack won't make it till you order it. Ooh. Just for a visual, Jared is whipping his imaginary hair behind I don't know his what shoulder you're talking right now. About. <laughs> Whipping your hair. Uh, All right. Headline number three. (laughs) Here's what happens to your body when you day drink in the heat. Um, you know, I, yes. Okay. Let's news it. I mean, I I would like to know when is the proper time to take a nap because (laughs) that's when I have to figure out when I day drink. I'm like, okay, if I nap at like 6 p.m., I'm not waking up. So then do I need to nap in the middle of my day drinking? That's what I would like to know. I'm sure there's some good, useful news you can use in that story for the listeners. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Headline number four. 300,000 people demand season eight of Game of Thrones gets remade. This is a new change.org petition called Remake Game of Thrones Season 8 with competent writers. So fun fact about me, I hate most petitions because I feel like they do nothing. Like Democrats are always sending out a petition to tell Donald Trump to X, Y, Z. And it's like, do you think he's going to be like, actually, I'm going to pull back on immigration because I got a petition from the Dems. Oh, okay. Enough people signed this thing. I got it. So lose it. Okay, cool. And then finally, Dennis Rodman accused of stealing from Yoga Studio. I saw this story. It's brilliant. The video is amazing. <laughs> I have because, not seen the video because yet. Because I love the listeners. We'll play. I'll play you the video. Um, because I love the listeners and I want them to be able to have this experience, I'm going to news it. <laughs> okay, cool. It's a public so we'll service. News that. Great. All right. So what we're newsing then at the top of the next hour, Staffer pees in a jar in response to man who hates coconut water. <laughs> Taco Bell to open a hotel in Palm Springs. That'll be very great for all the... Palm Springs residents. I'm sure they're all thrilled about it. Right. Here's what happens to your body when you day drink and Dennis Rodman stealing from a yoga studio. I mean, I've done everyone such a service (laughs) already. I I don't know what else you could ask for. Yes, News It or Lose It's coming up next. Then Gay Gay Cray Cray. All that's going to be right here on Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com or even on Alexa. You can go get her on there. So we'll see you later. Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill. We were both saying, like, I haven't heard that song in a long time. Yeah, that was a real throwback. Yeah. But you know what? She keeps me warm, and so does alcohol. And that's a perfect segue into what we're going to be talking about for News It or Lose It. You're a professional. I (laughs) That was all improv, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I did not pre-write that, and I probably should have. No, all right, here we go. News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents... News it or lose it. Jarrett, you asked for this. Let's go through these stories. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Day drinking. It is something that definitely happens more often in the warmer months. Mm-hmm. Spring and summer, people are just trying to find ways to lounge in the sun and with a koozie and drink a bunch of craft beers. There's a word I haven't heard in a while koozie. Oh, Man. I think koozies are very underestimated. They, I, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, 
But you know what? They have all those. Uh, you know what we've been getting recently is gifts of those like swell bottles where you can put an entire bottle of wine in there and it'll stay cold all day long. Really? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, that's really changed our is day drinking game. Is that what this game. thing is here that you have? Uh, no, that has one. Yeah, this is Chardonnay. No, I yeah. mean, is that the kind of bottle you're talking about? Uh, they look a little nicer than this, okay. but they are this shape. Yeah. She's got like this tall, orangey, peachy it's color. neon orange. Yeah. yeah. If you, uh, you want to check out our interview with Kendrick Sampson, it is prominent in the interview. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because at one point, the digital woman told me to please move it yeah. because it was really <laughs> distracting to the video itself. But that looks like it could hold about a bottle of wine. Yeah, it holds about, about a bottle of wine. Okay. Um, it's my way of staying hydrated. There you go. Uh, no, but there are some statistics and some facts around day drinking and why it makes you feel different than night drinking. So basically, alcohol can make you feel warmer than you already are. If you've heard the term alcohol blanket, that is a real thing. And it basically, because of the, uh, it widens and dilates your blood vessels. So mm-hmm. this makes it easier for the body heat to rise to the surface of the skin. And uh, then that coincides with the actual heat it can make you actually overheat pretty easily i am a person who sweats like as soon as i start getting hot and like alcohol You're i'm a always like, i can always feel like a sheen over my head when i'm <laughs> trying to drink it's like, is that why you don't drink too much i don't like the feeling of being drunk like being buzzed really oh. equates to me just feeling sleepy and i'm like i could just go to bed oh. and so that's how i'll my body's really weird with like alcohol and caffeine and different things like that. It responds really differently than a lot of people. Caffeine makes you want to go to bed? No, caffeine doesn't really do anything for me until I've had too much, and then it just makes me jittery. Like, oh, it doesn't yeah. give me like the energy, and it gives yeah. me a boost in the morning. Sometimes I'm like, am I am I just like jacked up on caffeine? Oh, no, that's just my regularly scheduled anxiety. <laughs> so uh, it also dehydrates you in an environment where you're probably already low on water. In addition to warming you up, alcohol is a diuretic, and it strips your body of fluids. So... You know, if you are noticing the next day or later that day you pee and it's very, very, it's like dark, 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 yeah. that means that you're super dehydrated and being out in the sun will make that worse. I, Whenever I pee and it's clear, I feel like I'm living right. Right? I feel like I'm doing something You're like, right. yeah, there you go, body. I, I did that for you. I thought about this the other day and I was like, this is something I'll never talk about on the radio. That was a lie. Yeah, that all changed <laughs> just now. Uh, but it says at the end of this, the good news is that there are ways to drink safely in the heat. You can have a couple of drinks without paying for it later uh, if you have a few healthy habits. You need to drink way more water than you think. So right. basically ahead of time, if you know you're going to be day drinking, you need to stay hydrated and eat a good meal before you go out to wine taste or whatever. Um, I think that I've talked to people who are like, why would I stay hydrated? Then I'm less drunk. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's that's the point. Sweetie. I guess. Yeah. You're like, no, you're supposed to stay hydrated and actually have like a good you know, meal in your belly. Otherwise, you're going to puke all over the the the, the grapevines <laughs> on the you know on, on the tour on your wine tasting tour. All right, moving on. Let's talk about this staffer who peed in a mason jar. So basically, there's a company called Vita Coco. They make coconut water. I'm sure, you've seen it. I think it's the ones that are in that box, the box form. Oh yeah. Uh, Katie and I have argued several times about coconut water. She hates it and thinks that it's pretty useless. I enjoy it occasionally, but I'm not, you know, buying it by the dozen or anything like that. So this company has been, you know, of course, touting coconut water for some time. And a guy responded and said, he said, it's time for another unpopular opinions post. One, candy corn is absolute trash. Two, (laughs) the, the U.S. version of The Office is the best version. 
Three, the Beatles are very overrated. Four, coconut water is disgusting, even if it is from a baby coconut. And finally, Ariana Grande is better than Britney Spears. Okay. That is that is where you, you lost me. Well, I mean, candy corn is absolute trash. I disagree okay, with as well. Wait a minute. Candy corn is great. Slow down. Oh, okay. You love candy corn. Yes, I okay. love candy <laughs> Stop your heart. It's okay. Um, so I just <laughs> thought that was going a completely different no, direction. I love candy corn, and I don't really love Ariana Grande, but that's okay. It's going to have to tell the bosses, I will not deal with her. No. <laughs> I will not work with this woman. I will not. She is trash. <laughs> so Vita Coco responded and said, unpopular opinion, you know, and then he responded again and was like, hey, I, I just wanted you to know that I still think it's disgusting. Save that S for someone else. I would rather drink your social media person's urine than coconut water. So then Vita Coco <sighs> responded with a picture of one of their staffers in the bathroom with a mason jar full of pee. Why would you do that, Brand? <laughs> well, this they're like trying the to be people. edgy. This is what companies do. They're like, oh my God, actually do it. That'll this make like it viral wipes. and get idiots to talk about it on the radio. Remember last week when the guy from Dude Wipes was like trying to have a Twitter beef with me and I was like, why are you cussing at me from your like your branded account? Like that is so dumb. But that is their job. I That's just, their job is to feed Twitter beef, you know? I, I mean, the snark is fun, but like fighting with people and like pictures of pee, like what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it definitely takes a turn. Yeah. But you know what? That pee, I think, was very uh, hydrated. It was clear? Yeah, it was very clear. Well, there you go. Wait, that's okay. what happens when you hydrate with coconut water. Okay, Taco Bell is opening a hotel and resort in Palm Springs. For a I... limited time, Taco Bell is opening a hotel and resort based around the brand. You can buy latest apparel... And uh, you can have a Taco Bell-themed wedding. Reservations will be open in June. You know, I went to a store recently where they had a Taco Bell sweatshirt, and Katie and I flipped out. We were like, oh my God, I have to have this. It was super overpriced, so I didn't buy it. Uh, but I'm trying to understand, though, like, what are the what makes it Taco Bell-themed? Like, is there going to be, like, I mean, there, I'm sure there's a Taco Bell in the in the hotel, but, like, what else can I expect here? It says the Bell will, f- it's called the Bell, it will feature oh. a gift shop with exclusive Taco Bell-themed apparel and an on-site salon with Taco Bell-inspired <laughs> nail art and hairstyling services. Are the rooms, like, you know, Doritos Locos Tacos-themed and, like, oh my I God, want I to have, Locos like, Tacos. a waterbed that looks like a Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh, my God. That would be great. So you can sleep and fall into heaven every Just night. sleep in a taco, which I kind of do anyway. Um, okay. And then finally. You know what? Not touching that. Okay. Dennis Rodman <laughs> has been accused of stealing from a yoga studio. And this is pro- this is definitely a contender for gayest news headline of the week. When you are stealing crystals from a yoga studio, I, mean, I think that you basically just came out without probably, having come out. He was probably getting ready for Goddess Moon Circle. <laughs> Exactly. I have one this weekend. Uh, okay, Vibes Hot Yoga in Newport Beach on uh, apparently. Oh, okay, this was on Tuesday that was reported, but now it's just coming out. Uh, Dennis Rodman walked in with four with three accomplices, and they basically cre- he created a diversion so that they could steal a bunch of crap from Vibes Hot Yoga, including a four hundred pound amethyst crystal from the front desk, which they tried to put onto a hand truck, and then it fell down and crashed into a million bits. The video is just it's golden. If you go, if you go onto YouTube, TMZ Sports has a version of it. That is just brilliant. I love that TMC Sports. Well, you know, it's Dennis Rodman. So, you know. Um, Yes, that is 
a crazy, crazy video. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for Gay Gay Cray Cray, where Ali's got a story. I have to figure out if it's gays or straights or just crazy. Uh, that's next on Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. Ali Johnson and Jared Hill hanging with you today. And I just wanted to ask you quickly, Jared, just to make sure we're on the same page. If we do another event up in Palm Springs... Taco Bell Hotel together? Oh, my God. Is there any other place to stay? Okay, great. (laughs) I mean, yes, technically there is, but that's where I would like to stay. If it's between now and August or whatever you said, it is only the Taco Bell Hotel. Okay, great. Or the Bell, excuse me. It's called the Bell (laughs) Hotel. The Bell, yes. Ah, that's great. has such a lovely ring to it, literally. Absolutely. Okay, gay, gay. Oh, good job there. (laughs) Another punny situation. Thank you. Yeah, I am. uh, I'm not a mom or a dad, but I do make great dad jokes. Well, there you go. So, there's that gay gay cray cray here we go every thursday i unleash the details of a story about a couple who is either in love or quarreling in some way maybe sometimes the police are involved and you have to guess based on basic information about this couple whether they are gay gay or whether they are just a little bit cray cray okay okay i I can handle that all right here we go this one does not involve the police but it does involve the cleveland airport as all good stories do (laughs) God. This couple met there at the baggage claim. They've been together now for 12 years, and they just tied the knot at baggage claim number three in Cleveland Airport. Fun thing about me, I am a perfectly good flyer. Like, I don't even think about flying. The only place you'll ever find me having, like, high-level anxiety is at the baggage claim. <laughs> Like, I do my best to never have to check a bag because Why baggage... Why does it bring... Is it the rotating he, belt that bothers I, you? No, no. I remember hearing one year, like, they'd lose, like, 30 million pieces of luggage a year or something. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm always nervous they're going to lose my bag. Sorry. Well, they probably will. So they... <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I mean, so, okay, I'd like together. to comfort you on this, but my stepdad works the, in the uh, airline industry. And he's it's like... Trash. Yeah, when uh, United merged with Continental, he was like, they were going over the new system and they were like, and then this button loses that person's bag. And he's like, why do we have that button? This person... What? This button... Like, if you press this button, their bag information deletes. And he you was like, why do we serious. have a button for that then? Why would Yikes. we do that? <laughs> okay. Okay, so, so sorry. They met at baggage so anyway, claim. Yes. They've been together for 12 years? So yeah, they met at a baggage claim, which I mean, even me, I have a friend who met his wife on a plane because mm-hmm. she was the flight attendant. Oh, he was the Yeah. Weird. Well, the, in, in this situation. Your friends. Yeah, yeah my yeah. friends. Yeah. And he, I mean, he, he's not like a... A, like a ladies man or anything like that he's not particularly like he doesn't just go hit on random people yeah. at a restaurant or at a flight situation or whatever but they were kind of flirtatious kind of, kind of on the creeper are you describing <laughs> i don't know what's, what's i just joe think... biden is going on when i think of like a guy hitting on a flight attendant i think of being like hey lady do you want to you want to keep me I, literally those I'm are the nervous words about that what you using. just believe so go ahead so they just got to talking and then they exchanged phone numbers and they just got married last year. They're so happy together. And I'm like, wow, you met on a plane. Like nobody talks to people on planes anymore. And then I would think even if you were the type of person who got chatty on a plane, you would never talk to somebody at the baggage claim. At the well, baggage claim, you just want to leave. All you want to do is get your damn bag, make sure it's there, find whatever ride you need to find. All of the people, then you look at all the people on the plane and you're like, hmm, this is what they all look stand- like standing up. And you just kind of move on with your day. So I found this to be true. Don't argue with me. Don't at me on Twitter. But baggage claim and Chipotle, there's always a hot person standing around. I don't know what that's about. 
Oh, I think a really it's a hot person? There's always a hot person working at Chipotle. There's always one hot person at the baggage <laughs> thing. I don't know what that's about. Again, don't at me. It's just the rules. Maybe it's just their movement to be like, you know what? Waiting in line sucks. So we're just going to stick this person right here. Maybe. Make you feel better. There's just always, give you a little eye candy. Always a fine man at the, at the baggage claim. But I will. On, I sorry. will have to notice that. Yeah, it's so true. Well, I guess uh, this this couple decided to start talking in this scenario, and then they started dating, and then they had an, a long distance relationship between Cleveland and Los Angeles mm. for a very long time. They even were. They even. You know, they now have children together. Of course, that doesn't right. indicate one or the other. But they decided to finally tie the knot. And they said, where else should we have this than the place where we met? Cleveland International Airport. Oh, this is some straight BS. I right couldn't away. think of anything more perfect. After some cajoling, airport officials agreed to let them do it. And the couple even had saved the date cards for their 125 guests designed to look like Southwest luggage tags. And everyone lost them. No, just kidding. And, uh, <laughs> and, actual, and the actual invitations looked like boarding passes. The airline even shifted arriving bags to a different conveyor belt during the ceremony and helped with decorations. You know, actually, that conveyor belt would make a nice buffet round table. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if I you're could, just like putting some shrimp If I could just not that. have the anxiety while I was standing there looking at the food go by. <laughs> um, I mean, mac and cheese on a, on, a, on, a, uh, on a baggage claim conveyor belt would actually yeah. be quite appealing. And then someone's random carry-on or stroller. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. <laughs> there it uh, is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, wait, the Cleveland, this happened at the Cleveland airport. This happened at the Cleveland airport. The wedding was the first for the airport. The airport said, to our knowledge, we have never had a wedding at the airport. <laughs> That was a spokesperson for the Cleveland Hopkins International Airport. So congrats to the happy couple. The question is, are they gay gay or are they just straight and a little cray cray? I think this is a straight couple. Yeah, you're sure? Really? Well, yes, you're right. Oh, yes. Okay, great. Ding, ding, ding. That's me. Oh, that's down. Yay, a cracked out bell. I just found the bell from when my dad was here. Yes, it works properly. On I Saturday, lost. Michelle Bellow and Ron Peterson tied the knot at the spot where they met 12 years ago. Bellow, who worked in concert promotions, was dispatched by her boss to pick up Peterson, a client of the and the president of Rotten Records at the same time. Area six. Oh, she was like the person picking him up. Yeah, so and that's how they ended up, up talking. And then he picked her up. Did he ever? Or maybe she picked him up, you know, all about equity. So, you know. <laughs> and then he went back to LA and he was like, I found a lady in Cleveland. Yes. And everyone was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good for you. And, uh, all right, so there you have it. Yes. You won. All right, so coming up next, Donald Trump is heading to a country, and this country is slated to have the biggest protest they've ever seen. Uh, we'll tell you where he's going and who is saying hail to the no, and maybe even bringing out that big diaper baby balloon that they put out. Um, <laughs> all that's coming up next on Drop the Subject right here on Channel Q. Drop the Subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new Channel Q. We move on from gay, gay, cray, cray. That is in the past. Live in the present, okay? Or in the president. Oh, God, I don't want to live there. That, didn't, that sounds that didn't terrible. That really work. That was actually really <laughs> gross as I sit and think about it longer. Live in the president. No. Yeah. I don't even think the president's wife wants that. Well, you know. Uh, that, yes. <laughs> well, this story comes from the Huffington Post, uh, and the headline says, One million Londoners are set to march against Trump during his UK state visit, according to a poll. It says more than one million people are set to protest when um, a new poll found 13% of the city's residents are, quote, likely to join the demonstration. It says that uh, the capital's 8 million residents were poised to turn out against him next month and that that would 
that would you know amount to um, about a million people coming out to protest when he comes to town. It says Trump arrives in the UK on June 3rd on his three-day visit. Um, it will include a banquet at Buckingham Palace, talks with the Prime Minister Theresa May uh, in Downing Street, and a trip down Portsmouth to mark 75 years of D-Day. And it's like, yeah, and people are going to turn out in like record numbers, but he will probably love that. Oh, yeah, I know. He's, I'm sure he'll, you know, make a statement about how many people came out to see him and all this stuff. Like, he'll spit it in his direction any way that he possibly can. I would love to be a fly on the wall of his conversation with Theresa May. I just don't understand. Like, I I, I, I more so want to see his his conversation with the Queen. Because I feel like the Queen has got I hate to, like, you. Right. I just feel like she <laughs> You're a piece of crap. Eyes. <laughs> are, you, are you doing British? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> With a Why doesn't your hair move? She must think he's an idiot. Like, I mean, and also I think about when you're a monarch like that and you've seen, you know, president after president after president after president. I'm curious what her perspective is on him specifically after, you know, Barack Obama it's and like, George Bush. Yeah, and, I mean, it's like having a relationship with a friend who is constantly going through significant others. I was going to say, there's always dating someone else. Yeah, yeah, there's always dating somebody and they're like, this is Rob. And you're like, hi, Rob. And then as soon as you get used to Rob, you should give him the boot. And then someone else, hey, and they're Mark. like, this is Keith. Yeah. yeah. And then there's somebody who like, really sucks and you hate them from the beginning and you know you have to ride it out until she breaks up with him oh, i just funny. i mean but but she she like you said she's been around for quite a while she's been doing the same thing for a long time and you have that that does speak for itself in a lot of ways she's she's gone through she's seen all these people with, with our turnover and doesn't it kind of make you think maybe we should just adopt the royal family kind of thing Maybe no. we should do that here. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you no. say that. You, <laughs> no. no. Well, it's funny that you say that because I, I remember in this last election, um, they were saying that if uh, that if Bernie Sanders were to be the nominee or something, it'd be the first. No, I think it was the 2012 election. It was the first time that there wasn't a Clinton or a Bush on the ticket since like the 80s or, so, or, the, oh. or since 92. So we, we kind of have that here in this country, right? Especially like with how many political dynasties there are, the Kennedys, the Bushes, the Clintons, you know. So we'll, you consider them to be sort of like royal families? They kind of are, you know what I mean? And and the way that they're we like... royal families that like cheat a lot and send emails they're not supposed to send. Well, you know, we don't know what the royals are doing. You know, they might be doing <laughs> that true. too, right? That's true. Um, so they're just, we're all distracted by Meghan Markle. We can't think about anything else. Exactly. The other just dangling this carrot in front of us. And little Archie. Um, <laughs> Yes, it, the story goes on to say that HuffPost uh, revealed last week that the government has now abandoned any attempt to allow Trump to address both houses of parliament during his trip. He'll also be denied the historic honor of making a speech at Westminster Hall following opposition from the common speaker um, and uh, the Labor, both parties basically, you know, saying like they do not want to hear from him. And it's, yeah, so it, he's invited have, himself. I'm sure that he's going to do something outrageous, but like I... I I always wonder, like, when you're that narcissistic and you just believe your, that in yourself that much, like, how do you, t what do you tell yourself about those moments when it's like, yeah, every president that comes gets to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm not going to get to do it? You know, like, how do you mm. make that special for yourself? Yeah, well, I think that living in delusion is is just I mean I think a lot of a <laughs> lot of the, a lot of narcissists though and my my wife is in mental health so she we talk about this sometimes she says most nar narcissists also have a delusional disorder yeah. so they can just separate and create their own reality so when those things that are logical on our end we're like well that that's obviously a lose for you that would make you feel bad about yourself he 
has such delusion that he can't think of it that way. Delusion and like this disassociative kind of thing that he does. Where yes. Like it, it can't be about him. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing that I love is like um, there was a baby blimp of Donald Trump last time that he was oh, there. Oh, I've seen that blimp. Um, in July of 2018. That, that, that Whoever made that flew. blimp is making a lot of money because they've sold a lot of those. I was going to say they've had it in a lot of different yeah. places. So um, speaking of travel, last time we did uh, this next thing when we were learning from the animals, I think we were way down in the Arctic talking about penguins. Yeah, now we're moving to the waters learning about guppies and their mating habits all right well the mating habits of guppies i mean <laughs> if that's not what you turn it on the radio for i don't know what is that's coming up next on drop the subject right here on the new channel q drop the subject all right drop the subject on the new channel q with ali johnson and jared hill before we go we must learn from the animals we do this fairly regularly i believe last time what did we learn from the we learned that uh that, that there were a lot more gay penguins at Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a zoo and more of the penguins were gay than were straight. But what was also interesting about that was learning that you can't tell a penguin's genitalia. Like you can't tell (laughs) their gender by trying to find their genitalia because it's hidden. Right. So that (laughs) was interesting to me. And they're all dressed the same. Right. They all have the same suit on. Uh, Now we are learning from the guppies. Okay. And particularly their mating habits. And I think this will really help translate for us humans how the dating world works. So I'm a little bit nervous, but go on. Okay. Guppies are experiencing boredom in the mating market. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> guppy sex is not what it used to be, which I think is also true for humans. I was going to say that translates to humans. We just talked about that earlier this week, yeah. right? That people are having le- or that they're having less babies, but probably because they're having less sex. Yeah. So, according to a new study, scientists have found that in several species, including green sword fa- uh, swordtail fish, Trinidadian guppies, fruit flies, and even the Pocelia parafish, ladies will always search for the guy that looks different from the rest because they are in this kind of quote unquote boring dating market. They are just trying to find anything different. And male guppies will often woo females by using courtship dances that show off the elaborate color patterns adorning their bodies. Really? So, yeah, these guppies will dance around and shimmer, shimmer their little colors. This is like the ultimate basically freak flag fly. Putting kind of on thing. like a drag show for the <laughs> female guppies to try and lure them in. Is it a drag and, show? <laughs> well, it's colorful. Okay. I don't know. There yeah. seems like there's glitter involved. All right. So then the females will only, I mean, not only, but they will gravitate more towards the guppies that make a statement and are unique. I'm trying to like picture this in my head of like the guppies like oh, look at my tail yeah. <laughs> she's like oh you look at my tail i'm just picturing like a fan fiction relaunch of bubble guppies i don't know what bubble guppies sam oh, really? you know what, what bubble guppies is bubble guppies is that little kid show bubble 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 guppy guppy guppies no i've literally never heard of what you're talking about. okay there's a cartoon about guppies it's a guppy family that lives under the sea and they no. get into shenanigans. Okay, well, and they get uh, into shenanigans. I, Sam, have you? I didn't know that they get into these kind of shenanigans. Wait, like these are the scenes that they don't really. Sam, come on, help me out here. I used to nanny, and Bubble Guppies. Yeah. Preschool show, and the one they're super cute. Like the girl with the pink hair reminds me of Nicki Minaj. There's a Nicki Minaj Bubble Guppy. Yeah. That's so hysterical. So yeah, so I guess I mean. 
people are going crazy for guppies, but guppies are not going crazy for each other. I well, yeah. I wonder if they're going to have to like start sleeping with goldfish or something. <laughs> they're going to have to cross species. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to hybridize. Well, because we have gay marriage in America now, so that means everyone's going to be crossing genders and species. Yeah, and all yeah. Everything. I mean, so, that's the logical next step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so I think what we can learn from this, as we learn from the animals here on Drop the Subject, that uh, it's important to be unique and harness your original and your originality and make an effort to stand out because while society tells you to put go put you in a certain box or make you feel a certain way like you need to uh you know be a part of society and fit into a certain mold you don't have to do that because your individuality is what makes you special and what makes people want to have sex with you more importantly ali i think you have just inspired like a whole new group of people that will be like painting their asses and going to go dance in the club hoping that yeah. wiggling their ass in the club with paint on it yeah will seemingly help them find a partner or at least a small group of people that are just going to find guppies having sex videos on youtube well Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> because I people were like, how does that work? What's was, happening with the mating rituals? I'm imagining this all happening in Palm Springs, and I'm like, we should go so we can stay at the bell. You're imagining all this happening in Palm Springs. You know how Palm Springs can be. Palm Springs and West Hollywood. I'm imagining either one of those locations, but I want to go to Palm Springs because I don't know if you heard about this Taco Bell hotel. Oh, I heard there. of it. That's true. <laughs> I, I heard they have Crunchwrap um, crunch waterbeds. Oh, Crunchwrap waterbed and a uh, soft taco pillow. That'd be amazing. Oh, my God, a soft taco. Oh, that's great. Like uh, a supreme with like taco and <laughs> with, a, with tomato and taro. And would you like a gordita crunch upon arrival? Yes, Yes, please. I would. I would like that platter. All right. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, if you want to win tickets, three, uh, VIP tickets to the Life is Beautiful Festival in Vegas that's coming up on September 20th through the 22nd, just go to We Are Channel Q. You can enter to win uh, free tickets to attend that show. And Billie Eilish is going to be there, Portugal the Man, Shallow, all kinds of great bands. You can also win a flyaway trip to New York City to attend New, uh, New York City Pride. That's a uh, round trip airfare and a four night stay in a hotel. So go to We Are Channel Q to enter for those, and you could be a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, taco dinner. I I was trying to make a guppy joke there, but I didn't have anything. So. (laughs) All right. Thank you for hanging out with us. We have a new live show for you tomorrow, so we will see you then. Bye bye.